0: W B N E. Howdy, yokes. Before we get started today, we just want to let you know that this episode of Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by our patrons. We want to be this big old podcast thing, this big thing, and as you may have seen, we just launched WBNE, and you can find all the great stuff at wbne.org. but this episode is brought to you by our patrons, and we want to be able to make more episodes for our patrons, and we can't do it alone. If you enjoyed this episode and want more Bacon and Eggs, head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. Check out the $5 tier. That is by far the most popular tier, and that gets you access to the Hash Browns, which is the show after the show, and it gets access to to our discord server which is like a super fun magical place for you to hang out with ethan and myself and a whole bunch of other creators and a whole bunch of other uh patrons and and the community is just absolutely wonderful and we'd love to hang out with you there or if you don't care about that you still get the uh, hash browns and, and that, those are super fun and funny like last week where we rolled a DD character and this week where i have no idea what we're gonna do but we'll find out pretty soon uh, you can hear all the behind the scenes moments that go into making an episode by checking that out we could really use your help to make this podcast the best it can possibly be so thank you so much for donating and thank you even more for listening howdy yokes and welcome back to bacon and eggs i'm tyler carlin and
1: i'm ethan edgehill and today we're busting ghosts or maybe we're just violating laws set down by the epa so are you the key master because i'm the gatekeeper and today we're bringing you ghostbusters was the Keymaster. I
0: think he's the Keymaster.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You But you read the, are you the Keymaster in the Rick Moran's voice? Oh,
0: dang it. Anyway, Ghostbusters directed by Ivan Reitman, uh, released June 8th, 1984, just shy of 13,000 days ago freeing in at 12,990 days ago. But maybe 13,000 the day this comes out. I don't know when this is coming out. I think, I think it's about then. I think it's about then. Okay. Uh, it had a $25 million budget. It made $295.7 million worldwide. It got a 97% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes and an 88% audience rating and a 71 on Metacritic. Woo! Woof. 71 on Metacritic
1: is sad. Yeah, well, Metacritic didn't love- This this is one of those ones where you see the the difference between uh, Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic because like, you know, a bunch of people giving, uh, you know, everybody giving it a 7 on Metacritic is a 70. Everybody giving a 7 on Rotten Tomatoes is a 100. Right,
0: exactly. We're looking at mean, median, and mode today mean median and mode welcome to algebra 2 i'll be your teacher mr algebra (laughs) mr
1: hi my name is doug algebra i invented algebra
0: (laughs) do you say that like it's not our high school had a miss sign and a mr powers those are both math teachers yeah okay well (laughs)
1: they're math teachers they didn't invent math they
0: invented math well i didn't say i invented math i just said that my name was mr (laughs) algebra and i will be your teacher (laughs)
1: I'm just going back to the the part of the adventure zone where Justin rolled like a 20 to beat Griffin at a at a game and said <laughs> that the inventor of math was Doug Math. <laughs> Because <laughs> he rolled a 20 on his history check, which is like, I, Justin, would not know, but Taco would know who invented math in this world. Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> um, Doug Math. Do you have a a positive or a negative review I have for a this negative movie review. From, a, from a real
1: professional critique? I have a negative review from Linda Maslin of the New York Times who decided to bust up Ghostbusters in 2003.
0: I, I think it was published on their website in 2003 because I actually found the original article and it was 1984 that she wrote
1: oh. it. Oh well yeah. fine they got a website look yeah. at them 2003 having a website it's almost like they're a huge newspaper
0: yeah we got one of those in 2019 well we've had it for a while but now we have it again
1: now we have it again anyway linda maslin said there's more attention to special effects than to humor which just isn't true about this movie there's no at special all. effects at at all. Special <laughs> effects are horrendous
0: star wars has been out at this point star wars looked much better yeah so did jaws jaws oh yeah, Jaws. The special effects in this
1: movie are absolutely horrendous it's part of the charm, some might say.
0: I would definitely say it's part of the charm, that the special effects look absolutely terrible. Like, look like garbage, yeah. I love all the scenes where you can tell they just shook the camera and they were like, okay, actors, shake. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Ivan Reitman, man.
1: That guy. What else did he make? Anything anything worthwhile? Uh, let's see. Filmography. Uh, he loves Bill Murray's because he did Meatballs, Stripes, and Ghostbusters in that order. They're all Bill Murray movies. Uh, Kindergarten Cop, he made Dave. Um, and Draft Day, 2014. There you go. Everybody loves Draft is, Day. He is not making Ghostbusters Afterlife. He's producing it, but not directing it. You know who's directing it? His son. Jason Reitman. Oh. Yep. Well, that's pretty cool. Yep. His 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 kid who did Juno and Thank You for Smoking and Up
0: in the Air. And Whiplash. And n- no. because when, when, when his name pulls up, Whiplash comes up. I don't know why. Well. Executive producer. Executive producer. Okay. That's so, like executive delivery boy,
1: it. right? That's the, yeah. the <laughs> that's the Futurama joke.
0: Yes. Got to got to sit in a chair, made no decisions.
1: Actually, I think executive producer means that they he like works for the company that made it
0: i thought executive producer was like page i guess could mean the same thing i don't i, I really don't know what an executive producer does
1: so like brad pitt has production production credits on a bunch of stuff because he owns a production company so do i it's called a24 have you heard of it oh uh, you do not own a24 <laughs> Uh, up in the air. Ooh, I loved that movie. Yeah, Jason, Jason Reitman's great, but he is making Ghostbusters Afterlife. Can be a father-son affair. You think it's gonna be good? I have no idea. Maybe. If it's good, we'll cover
0: it on this show. If it's not, I probably won't bother. Yeah, that's probably true. Um,
1: <laughs> anyway, let's talk about let's talk about Ghostbusters. Okay. Um, so, Tyler, you texted me yesterday and said that this is the best movie ever made. I Okay. So that was perhaps some hyper
0: hyperbolic hyperbolic statement right there. Hyperbole. Uh, but it is. Mo- Much, much better than I remember. I I remember turning the movie on and being like, I bet that this aged poorly. And it just didn't. Yeah, it just didn't. It's not problematic
1: at all. Like, Like, yeah,
0: Bill Murray's hitting on younger women the whole time. But like, it's not even like a problem. It's just like that's his character yeah
1: it also like sigourney weaver is not particularly you know a spring chicken well i'm at the, the
0: first scene i guess is what i was referring to there the when he has the college girl in his classroom yeah and he's just
1: torturing the girl. yeah guy. <laughs> like sigourney weaver had already been in aliens like nine years ago at this point yeah sigourney weaver's great yeah as dana slash zool zool
0: uh i i do remember thinking that rick moranis was in it more than he was uh but i also think that like when i was watching this i also thought the stay puffed marshmallow man was the second. One? i
1: did too so when that happened i, had I guess that, the second
0: one is the statue of liberty
1: yeah i had that thought as well though because it was just we were getting so far into the movie and i was like maybe the David of marshmallow man thing is the second one And i was like nah there's no way they did slimer and the picture and the statue of liberty i don't remember the second one in the second all. well the second one has like a 12 percent on rotten tomatoes does it really it's, no it's it's like a 50
0: I would not have known this. Oh my goodness! Question about the just can I I, I don't want to hang up on this, but question about the canon of Ghostbusters is where where does the uh, just the 2016 version? Fall? I I have no idea. Is it the same store? Is it not? I don't know.
1: I really don't know. I know that. So I don't think anybody involved in this had anything to do with that one.
0: No. Uh, let me check. Well, the pictures look identical. It
1: looks like a right. I think it's yeah. Like it's supposed to be like a shot for shot remake of the first one. I'd be curious. I haven't. I haven't even so like canonically i think it happens i don't don't think it happens canonically you know what i mean yes like i don't think it's part of the story okay i'd be curious to see it it's got decent reviews here oh it's terrible is it terrible it's absolute garbage have you seen it yeah oh no, it's horrendous. I'd be curious. I have no idea. I genuinely don't know. Nobody likes this movie. I, I don't think that's true. It's got 74%. I've never met a single person who liked this movie. Huh. Uh, anyway, yeah, so it basically it didn't cost them a ton of money to make the Ghostbusters remake thing, the the, the 2016 one. Uh, it was a $144 million budget, but then they spent like another like $250 million promoting it, and it only grossed $229 million, so it lost the studio $125 million. Good lord. Yeah. I told you, nobody likes this movie, to- Tyler. I, well, I'm curious. I still want to see it because I really liked this movie a lot more than I expected. Nito burrito, Cheeto.
0: Nito burrito, Cheeto. Okay, Yokes, just for those of you who are paying very close attention, uh, Ethan, uh, there was like a uh, six-hour like break a six between- six-hour gap we- there. Yeah, that was,
1: <laughs> you know, it uh, happens.
0: It happens. There was a little technical difficulty, and then the technical difficulty led to
1: real-life difficulty. Real-life difficulty, uh, and then it just became, uh, you know, it things became- happened. These things, things happen. do happen,
0: but I'm still in Disney World. So, actually, today, Thursday, if you're listening to this, the day it came out, I'm building a lightsaber.
1: Nice, you nothing about that? better
0: than. That. Oh my god, that is what I'm most excited about. So, I Emily's gonna come accompany me while I build my lightsaber, and I will accompany her while she builds her droid. And uh, I don't want to tell you what those activities cost,
1: but I know exactly what those activities uh, cost. <laughs>
0: But I am very excited for them. It is worth
1: every penny.
0: I, I agree. I feel yeah. like if you're going to go, just do it. Just like if you can, then do. You know? Go and do. Treat yo- Hashtag treat yourself. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Lady go Ghostbusters. On. Oh, no.
1: No. <laughs> you did not. Go on.
0: <laughs> uh, so anyway, Lady Ghostbusters, I feel like uh, a lot of people... I feel like people liked this movie. I feel like I remember Go seeing a certain <laughs> I will. Uh, I feel like I see seeing a certain segment of film twitter being like, yeah, this is an excellent movie. Sure. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, it's got to be. I mean, like there's no way that it's not. Certainly sure. this is <laughs> Certainly this is a good movie that people
1: like. Controversial tweet. <laughs> oh man
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but uh yeah i i don't know ethan i didn't get to see the movie i still haven't seen it in the past six hours i could have i sat down and i watched uh the first eight episodes of the star wars clone wars tv show which i will admit is not as good as (laughs) the mandalorian it's
1: gotta be a better use of your time though (laughs) (laughs) you know what's crazy is um i tried watching it uh, long enough ago that I would
0: have been like sleeping over at my parents' house. So three or four years ago, I tried watching the pilot and I was like, this is like such a stupid formulaic show. It's just like battle resolution, the end. Kind of like uh fairly odd parents, but I was already an adult. So I wasn't wowed by, oh my God, Timmy broke the rules. What's going to happen? Oh my
1: God. <laughs> <laughs> Da rules.
0: Da rules. Uh but I actually watched the pilot today and I was like, this is kind of genius. Like Yoda's gonna show the these clone troopers how three people in a Jedi could defeat an entire droid battalion. But also also I, I have much more sense for the Star Wars. Well, three people in a Jedi can do whatever
1: they want when that Jedi is Yoda.
0: I know, right? Especially like if you watch the pilot to this show, Yoda really dials back his force ability. <laughs> I'm sure. Like he could have very easily just like whoop and just destroyed everybody, but oh yeah, he had that to get somebody the injured. Force for you it. Must bring yeah. Um Ghostbusters nineteen eighty four. I was.
1: <laughs> Can we start referring to it that way? <laughs> that's the Wonder what? Woman, isn't it? Like that's how that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I s- Wonder Woman was in it, th- in it. Did you not see
1: Gal Gadot in this movie? I cannot wrap my head around the fact that it is actually pronounced like that.
0: I cannot either. It just refuses to work. My brain is like there's no way. Cuz like when she signed up for the screen actors guild, was she not like, yeah, it's good <laughs> Just I'm doing
1: that now. That's what it is. Right. It's like you got to <laughs> you got to pick that. Yeah. <laughs> um You could have gone goes- by like scrubbing bubbles Mcconverse. <laughs> Is that your actor name? Is that your stage name? Yeah, that's me. Yep. If you it's ever seen that, Scrubbing
0: Bubbles McConverse. This is directed by my friend Ethan, and actually, uh, it was directed by Scrubbing Bubbles McConverse. Everybody knows about SBMC. Everybody S-B-M-C. knows that guy. Everybody knows that guy. He's a great guy. Go on. <laughs> um, I I'm not gonna lie to you. I. Cackled watching this movie. Bill Murray is so funny.
1: Oh, this is yeah. This is right at the peak of Murray.
0: This yeah. This is this and Caddyshack are like best Murray.
1: Yeah, I and mean you I got w- you got the, some some quintessential just from all four of them. But you got some quintessential quotes in this movie. uh Yeah, you really. I I think what got me the most. I don't. I, this
0: is I don't know. it's PG enough? Right. uh Yeah. Was was it, when the EPA guy? They're all getting like they're talking to. The, I don't know. Is it the mayor? Who are they yeah, the mayor, to? New York City mayor. The mayor, and they're like, "Well, Dickless here. <laughs> is this true? Yes, this man has no. It is dick. It's true.
1: This man has no dick. <laughs> oh man! Oh, I mean, Quintus, this is where the don't cross the streams comes from. Oh
0: yeah, and, I love the uh...
1: Ernie Hudson looking Dan Aykroyd straight in the face and saying, "Ray, when somebody asks you if you're a god, say yes." <laughs> There's the uh
0: the scene outside of the university. Oh my gosh, what does Bill Murray say? It's like this, like I believe in c- call it karma, call it fate, call it what you will. But it, I don't know. They like just got fired and then drinking booze outside of yeah. the university. It made me laugh. It's all context. It's all delivery. Yeah. It's all timing. It's all perfect comedy. Uh real wrath of God type stuff.
1: Yeah, cats and dogs, <laughs> human sacrifices, cats and dogs <laughs> living together, mass hysteria. <laughs> it's a classic. I mean, it's it's Ghostbusters, like it is remained so oh, for so long Dan because Aykroyd, of this.
0: Dan Aykroyd saying you never been out of college, you don't know what it's like out there <laughs> they expect results
1: yeah, <laughs> working for the university you never have <laughs> to prove anything yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh my god! I love the uh the like constant talk about accounting in the movie that like is like a recurring theme. The like, Rick Miranda plays an accountant, and they talk about like the interest rate on the on the third mortgage that they pull out. Yeah, oh that was funny. Just uh.
1: so you know, the interest on this just this year alone is ninety five thousand dollars. God, man, it's just hard to believe this is the same Dan Aykroyd from the Blues Brothers, like, four years before this. Yeah, that is hard to believe. Because oh, he's I such, love a, the... such a different character. Yeah, we're on a mission from like, God. Bill Murray, I mean, I'm not, like, saying that Bill Murray is, is, is limited or anything, but Bill Murray sort of always plays Bill Murray, you know? Oh yeah,
0: that's the point. Is that Bill Murray plays? Like Bill yeah, you Murray. hire like, Bill Murray to be Bill Murray. Yeah, it's it's uh, the the Goldblum effect.
1: Yeah, I would say I would say less so for Bill Murray than Jeff Goldblum, but yeah. What do you mean? I think Bill Murray has more range than Jeff Goldblum.
0: Are you saying like Jeff Goldblum like is only one character?
1: Yeah, he he played Ian Malcolm in Jurassic Park and was just like that that was good. I'm gonna Ian, do that. Okay, thank we're, you.
0: We're gonna phone that one in from now on.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just going to pretend to do this. My brain is off for the next 40 years. Like, whatever. We're good. I'm Jeff Goldblum. Even like uh, last year, earlier this year when they were like, oh, they're removing Spider-Man from the MCU and Jeff Goldblum's like, no, no, they can't do that. It's (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man. Oh 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 my oh my <laughs> oh my! I I I I want pictures of Spider Man.
0: Um, Ethan, I do have an update on something totally unrelated to any of the exciting news in our lives, and and unrelated to Disney World. Also, um, I went to Wendy's this evening. Yeah. At a- I got a uh, diesel Baconator. A diesel Baconator. A number two. Now there's like the Dave single, Dave double. Uh, And then number two is like Baconator or son of Baconator. Son of
1: Baconator. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And they were like, do you want a Baconator or a Baconator 87? And I was like, a diesel, please. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: I'll get that full octane <laughs> Baconator. <laughs>
0: yeah. Give me a, a real baconator. Why is this? This should be a different menu item. It used to be. Yeah, it used to be. Dave's single was one. Dave's double was two. Dave's triple was there a triple? Yeah, triple was three.
1: Triple was three, and, and then, then baconator, baconator was four. Was four. And there was no Son of bacon, No mayonnaise.
0: Now it's a number two, Diesel mayonnaise it up.
1: They actually, there's been a Son of Baconator for a long time. They just never asked you about it. You had to like special order it. Not special order. Like it was on the menu. It was there. But it was never like, you know, do you want the Son of Baconator or the regular Baconator? It's like I said a Baconator. I want a Baconator. Right. There used to be a triple Baconator.
0: No, they wouldn't do that. They
1: did. They did. They could. They were. Your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could. They forgot to ask whether or not they should. That's insane triple baconator i've never had one i have had uh, like a triple stack
0: i had well a dave's triple would be a triple stack no,
1: right? no 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 the triple stack is like the little little guy oh du- i double the tri- stack the double stack is a little guy so my regular
0: order at a wendy's is a four for four plain junior bacon cheese uh and then add to that order crispy chicken grow wrap so the d- the
1: the, the um, double stack is the junior bacon cheese with a second double. patty yeah with a second patty and no okay Bacon. Okay. Do you know what I've I've
0: come to realize? The more burgers I eat, is uh, I almost would prefer no bacon. Yeah,
1: I, I I get down with that. Tell you the truth.
0: Yeah. Uh, I love bacon. This is bacon and eggs, movie lovers podcast. Uh, yeah, I I go by the moniker Bacon in some circles. Uh, I love bacon. It's good breakfast food, but it isn't always the what I want to pair with my ground beef. I'm not always like, you know what? Give me some cow and pig. You Sometimes know. I just so want recently, cow.
1: I had the most. Um, no, it was actually decent. It wasn't I was gonna say it was the most disgusting hamburger I've ever had in my life, but like it was good. It just disgusted me by its sheer existence. Because so I went to Burger King at like two o'clock in the morning recently because I was somewhere and my option that I pulled off at was like a closed gas station or a Burger King. Why would you ever go to a Burger King? Because my other option was a gas station that wasn't open. I, I go to the next exit. That's I, I needed <sighs> Somehow this Burger King was open, <laughs> like open, open at two o'clock in the morning, and I needed to pee. I would pee on the gas station. So I went inside, <laughs> and I got a, uh, I got a bacon king. No, which I is don't like that. What I thought was just going to be a baconator, but imagine if a baconator was exactly the same as the baconator is, only the size of a Whopper.
0: Is a Whopper big? I've never had a Whopper.
1: A Whopper is is a baconator. It's it's like approximately the patty on a Whopper is about approximately the size of an IHOP pancake. So it's like wide. It's just yeah. It's like it's like big. It's a big patty. Okay. There were, there were two of those patties and bacon and cheese and ketchup. And it was delicious. It was the best Burger King burger I've ever had in my life. By, it, was like, it was like char-grilled. It was like nice. It was a good good Baconator burger or good good Burger King burger. But it was so big. And they sold it to me for like $7.
0: Oh, yeah. I left Wendy's today. I had spent $17.45. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wendy's is expensive.
0: Yeah. If you get like an actual menu item, why well, yeah. would you do Wendy's that? Is,
1: Wendy's is either <laughs> expensive or insanely cheap.
0: Yeah, if you do a four for four like you're supposed to, it's four dollars. Yeah, but then you don't get a diesel sandwich.
1: No, you don't get a diesel sandwich.
0: You get a small sandwich and not enough chicken you nuggets. You get a
1: regular, You get a, yeah, you get four <laughs> chicken nuggets. <laughs> four Wendy's chicken nuggets, which they want to talk crap on McNuggets all they want. Wendy's nuggets are made out of chicken paste. Yeah, but the spicy nugs, oh man. Oh, spicy nugs are awesome, for sure. Yeah. I want Hardy's to bring back the spicy tenders. I, I kid you not, man, when Hardy had the spicy tenders, I was at Hardy's like every other day. This is a true story. I think Hardee's tenders are overrated. Oh, you're just incorrect.
0: I know that I know a lot of people disagree with me there, but uh the Hardee's tender just isn't what what I expect from a Hardee's, especially when you well, when you go to Hardee's you have so many good burger options.
1: Why would you get a tendy? Because you can get uh chicken tenders and fries and a drink for 5 of God's dollars. Oh, I know you can. I did that the other day. You get a 5-piece chicken tender, a fry and a drink. And if you you know, you order like a like a triple bacon, you know, double Mega Uber Fortnite thick burger with a code for
0: Fortnite to get a new outfit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and it's like
1: it's like this is fourteen thousand calories and it cost me twenty seven dollars. Like, there's no middle ground at Hardee's. It's like you get a hot ham and cheese for forty five cents and a cigarette. Or you get a thick burger for everything that's in your bank account. There is no yeah. no there middle is, ground.
0: Yeah, they, you either know how to work their menu or you don't. They get
1: like the yeah, you get the three dollar and fifty cent big bag lunch, which no matter right. what you order, comes with a hot ham and cheese and also an apple pie. <laughs> Hardy's for construction workers. Do you want to order the construction worker special? We it's only available from five AM to seven AM.
0: You know what's crazy is when I worked construction, we went to Hardy's like every freaking day.
1: Yeah, that's what they like the literally uh, the, the, the 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 combo they have is just like the work site special.
0: Oh yeah, it's. And it's so good, man. Even out there, jackhammering stuff ain't nothing better than a big old greasy than burger, a hot ham and cheese. And 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 you know the calories don't count when you jackhammering because that step counts through the roof.
1: All right, let's get back to Ghostbusters. I, wh- Ghost wait, Buster. actually, no, you never told me the story. What what was it about this bur- this burger?
0: <laughs> it's so good. It had mayo, it had ketchup. It had. Do uh, so you just bacon. want to tell
1: me about a good Wendy's
0: burger? <laughs> I wanted to ask you a question about Wendy's burgers. Do you know why they're square? Why? Because they don't cut corners. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. Shirt. <laughs> I I hate your own caster.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I love this so much. Oh, oh, oh. I promise you, as soon as I got it working, I'd be very annoying for one episode.
0: <laughs> Dear listener, thank you for listening to our episode on Ghostbusters. So far, we have not talked about Ghostbusters for more than four minutes of what is now—I don't even know how long—thirty-two minutes of podcast something like that. <laughs> um, Let's so, get back to
1: Ghostbusters.
0: Ghostbusters. Did you know that the the the, Great the guys in it? By the way. <laughs> Boast Gusters, yeah. Boast Gusters
1: good. is a good one. Satisfying to say.
0: Yeah. Uh, RottenTomatoes.com. It was open on my other computer. What do you need it for? I need the- Embarrassingly enough, I need the cast.
1: That's where you go to Rotten Tomatoes to look at the cast?
0: No, but I... I so well, weird. actually, you know what? IMDB would actually be helpful for all of this. Did you know that when we started this show, we had like a... Not a script, but an outline of like, we're going to talk about this and then this and then this and then this. And then this. Yeah. Uh, do you ever think about like how on earth we would implement that? No, we used to record for like three hours. <laughs> it was a long time. It was just and our then, night. Like it still is. It, I Typically, if I know I'm recording, especially if we're doing hash browns, which we try to do every week, uh, uh, I, I basically tell Emily, I'm like, I'm, I'm busy from now until tomorrow.
1: <laughs> That's fair. <laughs>
0: I, okay, I just, so what just co- could- what
1: cast related questions do you have?
0: I always forget the name of Harold Ramis. Ra- Ramis. Remiss. Ra- Harold Ramis. Yeah. Harold Ramis. Yeah. That's all. That's all I needed. He's before. the. He's Egon. Yes.
1: I just love how they introduce it. It's like I'm Dr. Venkman. This is Dr. Stance. He's Egon. <laughs> <They call laughs> I love them, how they're
0: they are call Spangs a lot. Constantly quipping on each other. I I uh, what I don't love. Big complaint. Peter Venkman, Raymond Stance. Dana Barrett, Egon Spangler, uh, all very hard to remember names.
1: I mean, I would agree with you if it wasn't the cast of Ghostbusters.
0: (laughs) But that's the thing is when they did the Ghostbusters costumes in uh, Stranger Things, they were arguing over who was going to be who. Uh,
1: yeah, and it was a hilarious bit because everybody immediately placed the names with the characters.
0: I see, but it got me. I was like, no, I, don't, I don't have the characters well, that. You
1: got, got. I
0: did get, I got. I'm going to insert
1: DJ Khaled saying, Congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> you don't have a button for that? Uh, not yet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: not yet. Oh,
1: man. I only have eight buttons. Go on. <laughs>
0: Did you know, I'm reading some IMDb trivia to you to try sure. to, to, try to uh, sure. stimulate some conversation. In the middle of the film's initial release, to keep interest going, Ivan Reitman ran a trailer that was basically the commercial the Ghostbusters used in the movie. But the 555 number was released, replaced with a 1-800 number, allowing people to actually call in. And they got a recorded message of Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd saying that they were out catching ghosts. And they got 1,000 calls per hour, 24 hours a day, for six weeks. I believe it. I mean, they made $300 million. In nineteen eighty-four, people yeah. didn't just go to the cinema in nineteen, it wasn't Star Wars. Yeah. Star Wars was over. Yeah. People were like, Well, no more Star Wars. What are we gonna we're gonna get our kicks now? Because this Bill Murray you know what I thought was interesting about this movie <gasps> is the vantage point of New York that they take. It's like it's so it makes New York almost look like a like a small city.
1: Yeah, like they, they just know the mayor and like everybody's buddy buddy and like right. But I mean I but guess it, if you started running down ghosts all over New York city you would become a, like a local celebrity if you're a local celebrity in new york you're a real celebrity
0: yeah you're like a real person I, yeah. I bet they would have a decent amount of instagram followers
1: if the ghostbusters were alive and real yeah yeah they would be influencers
0: <laughs> can you imagine we're like well we're not out catching ghosts we use hello fresh
1: i mean here was yeah that would be the thing though <laughs> is like in this day and age, it would spawn a whole like ghost related. You'd be a paranormal influencer. Oh yeah. Like you know how many podcasts there would be about about busting ghosts? No, about like <laughs> about busting ghosts, about talking to ghosts. Ghost related podcasts.
0: Do you know how many ghost related podcasts there are? That's what I'm saying. Can you imagine <laughs> if ghosts were real? I'm just all I'm saying is the paranormal genre is not hurting already. So yeah. If no, but ghosts- if we had
1: if we had confirmed paranormal activity daily in New York. <laughs> that you could like trap in a box. <laughs> yeah. A big old ghost box. <laughs> Yeah, there would be There
0: would be some demand To talk to ghosts so There's no doubt about that Absolutely
1: You ever met a ghost? Not personally Do you, Impersonally, have you? I mean, no But I, I know <laughs> people that Like have I know people that have stories That they legitimately Can't explain uh, we, we had Ghost Car well, ghost, What was Ghost Car?
0: You don't remember Ghost Car? Ghost Car showed up to A bunch of people In our high school When we were in high school If you drove on the parkway At a certain time of night You met Ghost You've seen Ghost Car
1: I've seen No, I've seen multiple Ghost Cars <laughs> I was wondering Which Ghost Car You were talking about
0: The one on the park Way where it's like, like you drive if you if you got on the parkway by Walmart and you went away from the star when that was still open and you just drove, there would be a, like a car that would show up and its headlights would be on and then it would go over a hill and there'd be no exits or anything. But when you came there'd over be no hill, car. it'd be no
1: car. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. I, I've been, I, I've, so there's a, um, out in Yorktown, there's a, I can't remember what it's called. There's a road with like a ghost orb where like the bridge. hundreds, what? There's a ghost bridge in Yorktown, yeah, right? Ghost bridge in Yorktown. And there's like a floating orb and like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people have seen this phenomenon. Like I never went out there because why would i do that why, why would i mess with ghosts yeah why yeah. would i mess with ghosts and that's the thing is like i i you know i've never met a ghost personally but i i can't i definitely can't say i don't believe in ghosts uh i i think it's a tough call truly uh but i think there are just too many like there are too many separate but shared experiences out there
0: i would agree with that but i would also say that it is very easy to play up so I think if there's paranormal activity, there's also, you know, for every one genuine paranormal experience, there are thousands of thousands. Yeah, yeah, thousands absolutely. Of, like a thousand. Absolutely
1: the case. Zach publicized- Baggins needs a job. Yeah. Like I've watched a lot of ghost TV shows.
0: Yeah. Big, big ghost TV guy.
1: No, I'm not. But I've, I've hung out with people that are. Um, But like there's so many instances where people will like. Ex- people who've never met, never talked to each other will will share the same story to like, you know, a mutual acquaintance or whatever. That are just they're super similar and they have no reason to collude, you know? You know what I'm right. saying? Oh yeah. Um I just don't think the the ideology of it would not be this pervasive if there was not like I I hesitate to say evidence. I don't know. It's complicated. It's a complicated thing.
0: It's tough to say for sure. No doubt about that. Ah, uh, but also like I I don't know. I don't yeah. I don't know what that would I don't know. I have no idea what I'm trying to say. What are you trying to say?
1: That I have no proof that ghosts aren't real. Okay
0: okay glad we're on the same page there
1: like i have no proof they are but i also have like there's been no indisputable evidence of like you know disproving ghosts
0: yeah but that's i, I don't think you could that's like saying you, you can't uh, i'm trying to think of another example as like, like saying you can't prove there's not life inside of mars like, well yeah but you, you can't check i mean they're trying to check right now i mean like inside of mars and mars is like a inverted planet i mean All
1: there's there's a hundred percent ghosts on mars like let's be real here. <laughs> yeah well, Yeah. Well, as, as long as we got that conversation yeah. going. do you have? Ever- um, uh, you took Matheson's class, right? Yeah. Do you remember the uh, the freaking short story that we read by uh, the guy that wrote *Flight Club*? Not *Flight Club*, *Fight Club*. Um, where everybody, when they die, uh, went to Venus. You know, you are speaking this memory into my brain. Uh, it's Chuck Chuck Palanik Palanik. Whatever you pronounce it? Palanik. Obsolete. And what'd you say? It's called obsolete. Is it? Yep. That doesn't sound right. I I remember basically like there was, they, they sent a probe to Venus and realized that like every living soul ever existed on Venus as like an afterlife. And people just started like rampantly killing themselves.
0: Yes. This was a gamble getting everyone to Venus together. But now that death was dead, humanity really had nothing to lose. That was the headline in the last issue of the New York times death is dead. USA Today called it the death of death. Death had been debunked like Santa Claus or the tooth fairy. Now life was the only option, but now it felt like an endless, eternal, perpetual trap.
1: Yep. hundred percent. I don't know what, yeah, I mean, I guess we're talking about ghosts. That's what made me think of that, but it was one of those things that like, I don't think I remembered existed until right now.
0: Oh, I mean, you spoke this into my brain. There's, there's a good chance you went back in time in the future from now, uh, and like sat down in that class and were like, Hey, you should read this book.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a short story.
0: Yeah. It's a short story.
1: Yeah, it's it's like a few pages. Yeah,
0: um, yeah I it, it's on horrorstoriesvault.blogspot.com.
1: It's just a very it depicts a very very casual apocalypse.
0: Yeah, it, basically the idea behind it is if if you could prove a, an endless afterlife, then your time on earth is like a waste of time.
1: Yeah, mean completely meaningless, and it follows one girl who decides that it's not. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, that's the thing that happened. Ghosts and stuff.
0: Ghosts I feel like we got real deep there for this uh intentionally not too deep episode yeah, this, of this uh, very
1: this very funny movie about ghosts and stuff. How did you watch it? Did you buy it or did you rent it? Or did you steal it on the internet? I did buy it, actually.
0: I also bought it.
1: I pulled it up in iTunes. It was like seven ninety nine to seven ninety nine to buy, three ninety nine to rent. I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna watch this more than once. I'm just yeah, gonna, buy I'm it. just
0: gonna have this from now like on. Like this is,
1: I have a digital copy of of Ghostbusters floating around my iTunes library.
0: Yep, I have no idea how to uh work that. I have like a thousand computers. I have my desktop and then my like pro laptop. Oh, you just go into like,
1: iTunes. It's Inescapable. I bought Scott Pilgrim versus the World on iTunes, um, oh boy, uh like a year after it came out. Yeah. And it's it's just been stalking me ever since then. Every time you plug it into your car, just pulls Scott up, Pilgrim? It pulls up on every device ever, and it's like, do you want to download Scott Pilgrim versus the world? Like, Do I, you? Mm, I mean, no. It's, it's 2019. Why would I download anything? I download everything because I have space for it. I mean, yeah, but that takes... So why would I download stuff? The only thing I, I download is... Literally, the only thing I download is podcasts on Overcast, because they won't autoplay if they're not downloaded.
0: Yeah, I know. That does drive me crazy. But I've actually... I've been... I hate to admit it, but I've been moving over to Spotify... So that my podcasts will show up in my. Oh, I I, move, 20- I I am
1: officially moved to Spotify as of today.
0: Yeah, my year in review will be on Spotify. Uh- but,
1: but yeah, so I, I, I've i moved into to Spotify and I don't really know how it counts it. I, I think it might be December 15th or somewhere around there. December 15th is like the last day to release music. Oh, really? Or whatever. Yeah. So like you don't release music from like anywhere that, near there through Christmas. Yeah. So Haley Steinfeld just put out an album
0: or a song or something today. Today. Yeah.
1: A lot of stuff comes out today.
0: Yeah. Because she had I, I've i never listened to her music, but I really think she's an excellent actress. And I follow she her has.
1: God, what is the song? She has a f- singular that I've listened to. She has a freaking banger of a song
0: I don't doubt it she's good at everything that she does Uh, she like so I followed her on Instagram for a while as soon as i saw bumblebee i followed her on instagram and she went on like a world tour and sold out like every single stage and i was like i did not know you even like did pop music beyond like are in pitch perfect
1: yeah i don't know um i i just was like shuffling through some pop music one day and it I think it auto played on like a spotify and i was like Haley, stop the girl from bumblebee yeah and it was like a freaking hang on i gotta find out this 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 album or this song how do you spell right there. yeah yeah
0: I'm sure she shows up. She She's does. Apparently... She dresses Brendan Yuri. Is that what the album artwork looks like?
1: No, it's her Spotify picture.
0: Oh, oh, because oh. I was like, that's not what it looked like on Instagram. I believe on Instagram oh, she wasn't one wearing today? anything. Yeah.
1: I don't know. It's not from today. No,
0: I, I get that. I just.
1: Yeah, this is the one. It's uh, rock bottom featuring Dints. Oh, yeah. Yeah. From, two, that, from the 2016 uh, album Haze H-A-I-Z. Huh. But no, if you search Haley Steinfeld on Spotify, she's dressed as Brendan Urie from the uh, um, Iris since Not Tragedy video, minus the white or the red coat. This is a white
0: shirt and a tie.
1: And a top hat and a cane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wrong Direction is the new song. It
0: is, so it's just one song. It's not a whole album.
1: Yeah. People rarely. I mean, I know Beyonce did it, but that's Beyonce. People rarely just drop a whole album out of nowhere. I mean, Be- Beyonce did it. <laughs> Go on.
0: I don't even. Did did she do that? Did she drop a new album today?
1: Go go, 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 go on. (laughs) Beyonce, I, I guess it was Lemonade that started. That was the first one she did it with. Maybe it was the one before that. I don't know. She just dropped an album, like, out of nowhere. She was the first person to do that. It's pretty common now if you're, like, a huge artist. But, yeah, she, like, just dropped one of her albums with no no pretense, no nothing, no announcement. No, it was just like, new album, hi. Do you think she did that
0: on purpose? Or do you think, like, yeah, us, 100%. she was like, oh, crap, I forgot to promote this thing. Okay, well, here you go. No, 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 no. no. That's <laughs> not how
1: any of that. I don't think Beyonce's out there scheduling her own social media posts. <laughs>
0: She might be. That's the, That's what makes the Kardashians so interesting is that they run their own social media. I mean, that's fine, but like, if there was
1: a Beyonce, her record label would say something. It <laughs> would be like, hey, no, you can't just, not without. Right. Like, when, when, <laughs> when Drop the Girl puts out new music, it's just me and Michael doing it. If one of us forgets something, it gets forgot. <laughs> right. <laughs> but when you're Beyonce, there's teams.
0: Do you think the guy that, like, Do you think there's anybody that works at the studio while Beyonce's recording that's just like, man, I just don't care about Beyonce. Like, get this lady out of my freaking studio. Red Hot Chili Peppers is coming in later today. And that is what I went to college for. I went to Berklee College of Music for six freaking years so that I could mix sound for Red Hot Chili Peppers. And freaking Beyonce is stuck in my freaking studio.
1: Uh, That can't be the case.
0: You think if you're in the studio and Beyonce walks in, you're like you're immediately like I'm a Beyonce fan now. That's what I do. I I, I stand Beyonce.
1: So the guy that uh, we recorded our um, last record with, yeah, the one we haven't put out yet, uh, he worked. Well, still works, but he he worked at the studio for a while with uh, John Feldman from Goldfinger. Okay, and he described what it was like the first time Travis Barker walked in the room it's electric to do to do California to do drums for California the Blake Wedding 2 album and was just like yeah he just walks in the room and it's like it's a different class of person
0: this is a person better than the rest of us right
1: this is a person that's better than the rest of us
0: <laughs> yeah I, I mean yeah he walks in the room no he's but like, I don't think
1: there's I don't think there's anybody working on a Beyonce album that doesn't want to be there
0: <laughs> you don't think anybody's like man I'm not getting paid enough to record this stupid Beyonce crap. no those
1: people are getting paid a lot of money <laughs>
0: <laughs> right but i mean I, I don't know of course like beyonce makes I, i'm sure i don't listen to a lot of beyonce's music but i'm sure it's it technically brilliant uh and, and and very well thought out
1: and you know realistically i mean like jay-z was known for doing that stuff it's probably a lot of him doing it
0: this is probably true yeah it's probably oh, hate see. jay on the track uh, you
1: crazy crazy this it your boy <laughs> J- jay-z's buying his own vodka <laughs> He starts to check and money goes back into his own pocket. <laughs> He's like You're crazy for this one, Jay. Oh, <laughs> what is that from? Z's I'm sorry. Talking about being at the club with Jay-Z. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm looking for the I'm looking for lemonade. That's the that's the album. That's that a Gucci main
0: song. And that's all it will ever be to me.
1: Yellow. <laughs> Yellow. <laughs> bottles. Everybody. Yellow Lamborghini.
0: Yellow. Big booty.
1: <laughs> Yellow. Big booty. <laughs> Oh, Yo. man, I just went to the Wikipedia page for lemonade.
0: For <laughs> the Gucci Dang Maid it!
1: <laughs> no, for the drink! <laughs>
0: you ever played uh, Adventure Capitalist on your phone? Oh, yeah. Gosh. 100%. What a terrible decision. This sucks you right in, man.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, those those like idle clicker games.
0: Yes. I did download one the other day because it looked like I I am on a a hunt for a worthwhile ported D&D game that's like for your mobile. Uh... And I don't believe that it exists, but I saw a game and I was like, oh, that looks like it might be fun. And it wasn't. It's was just a little clicker game.
1: So uh, Lemonade, the album by Beyonce had 24 different producers. Do you think you don't think
0: not one of them was like, all I want is for another freaking Red Hot Chili Peppers album. I cannot stand No, Beyonce. I, What I'm saying
1: is all of those people got <laughs> freaking paid.
0: <laughs> you think they there, are f-
1: names, there are names there. One of the <laughs> names on this list is Diplo. So, like, these people are here for on, on purpose. Because they want to be. Yeah, it also appears that it took them uh, 13 months to record. That's a long time. No, that's how pop music works, man. It's crazy. Because they really? talked about Lover by Taylor Swift. And they were like, Lover by Taylor Swift was recorded on an extremely protracted two-month basis. What? Yeah, they were like, this is, this is an incredibly quick pop album. And I'm like, every time I've recorded, we do a song a day. For, for, for a week try to bust out two if possible the the American trade Collective thing we did uh, however many songs that was in six hours yeah <laughs> granted not a whole lot of production value on those but that was insane
0: but the song lover is just like Taylor Swift on a piano right
1: uh yeah I mean it was the 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 album lover was her and Jack Antonoff from bleachers locked in an album or in a, in his house together oh, for cool. two months.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It blows my mind about this stuff is uh, what like I, I've been editing bagels which is fun and fine and, and dandy and good and all my attention span if like if I've spent too long on something I'm like oh, this is too edited and I don't I don't want to deal with it anymore. It's just going to be what it is. Well it's not that's not music. Well I know that it, it's just not a medium. It's a, it's a conversation that I'm you know removing silences out of basically but uh, anytime I do something oh, like that I'm always I'm always so, so fearful that I'm like overdoing it or or if I listen something over and over again or even when I was making videos it was like I just watched this over and over again and I, I don't feel like there's much else I can I don't feel like the production that went into getting these shots is demanding of the time that I'm putting into them after the fact like it's just not that good of a thing and i'm just gonna have to settle for that <laughs>
1: right yeah 100
0: and maybe that's my own brain
1: kicking itself but oh well so eight people total worked on uh not counting features eight people worked on lover by taylor swift and was diplo one of them diplo was not one of them well what is diplo diplo's a d-e-d-m producer
0: is that a? is that a ghostbusters 1984 original oh yeah that's what? how we got here
1: yeah <laughs> Let's get back to that. <laughs> uh, by the way, I've never heard a single Diplo song. Apparently, are you looking? I at know his... the name Diplo. I know that uh, Diplo was half of Jack U with Skrillex, and they did that uh, "Where Are You Now" song with Justin Bieber. Okay. Other than that, I don't know who Diplo is. Other than uh, he's a producer, I know his name. I know Joe Kissiday used to be a big Di- Diplo fan. And Joe Diplo was a big uh,
0: EDM fan in general. Yeah,
1: in general, yeah. But he uh, And Diplo is the guy that played the washboard in the Old Town Road music video. Is that so? The guy you thought was Brad Pitt, yeah. That's Diplo. So he's a white dude. Correct, yeah. Most EDM producers are white men. Okay. This is a thing that uh, EDM Twitter currently hates. This is very far off from Ghostbusters. I know, I was trying get to, to get Ghostbusters. us back to <laughs> it. Yeah, I know, but you you started talking about who Diplo was, and I had to look up and see if I'd ever heard of a Diplo song. I haven't. Uh, wh- what is
0: your favorite... Scene in this movie. I, I think I have an answer, but I'm curious of of, of how you feel. Scene, act, uh, movement, uh, interaction. I don't know. Where where do you land?
1: I mean. I love the whole thing with Mr. Stay Puff. Do
0: you really? I do. Yeah. Oh, see, that's where it falls apart for me. Really? Yeah. I felt like uh, the whole third act, I was like, nah, I don't care about Zool. I don't care about Stay Puff, Marshmallow Man. I don't care about it. Give me the quips. Give me the conversation. Give me the, they're broke. I, like the first first act and a half to me is golden cinema.
1: No, I would agree with that. I just like the, the actual, you know, rising action and resolution of it. It's so funny. It really is. It's a classic <laughs> movie for sure.
0: It's funny in a way that a lot of the other classics like this aren't though. I don't know, does that make sense? I feel like watching this uh, you got to think of I don't know
1: what, uh, Back to the Future? I mean, I guess, yeah. This is not really a movie that has like particular parallels. Like there's there wasn't there wasn't really peers for this at this point. Not at this point, no.
0: But in, in the in the realm of like movies we've reviewed before 1995, uh, you know, how does this compare to Star Wars and Jaws and Back to the Future and and things like that? You know, like this sort of color To me, power- this like shares, this shares more style.
1: headspace. Like, this occupies the same part of obviously it's a lot. I wouldn't say it's more silly up until they do produce a giant marshmallow, but this sort of <laughs> occupies the same part as Jaws.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Where it's like it's like every line matters.
1: Right. Like the three of them, yeah, absolutely. There's no there's no line of dialogue in the movie wasted.
0: It's all either jokes or advancing the plot
1: yeah absolutely um and that's the same way jaws is i mean you know this isn't a steven spielberg movie so like there are faults what faults are there in this film well they do produce a giant marshmallow okay yeah that's that unsells a lot of people really yeah yeah, a lot of people think the ending's stupid. Well, I don't not think
0: the ending's stupid. The whole movie's stupid. That's what makes it so charming. They don't think. Th- they... I would
1: be careful whom you say that to. Why you think people think this is like a serious piece of cinema? I don't think a lot of people zoom out on things the way you and I do.
0: No, I definitely don't. Have you met the Star Wars fandom?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what terrible, terrible people. No, so this is yeah, but this is not like Back to the Future in a lot of ways. Like it definitely shares some creative uh, licenses, creative uh, space with Back to the Future, but it's a, it's a. It's got an iconic car it just feels very different in ways that I don't know that I can pinpoint
0: it is earlier like it is it de- like like back to the future is definitely inspired by this there's no doubt about that I mean it was a, a year earlier uh, yeah I thought it was 88 I thought it was 88 91 and 92 back to the future 1 was 85 really yeah look at me not knowing something you're right 1985 I don't know why I doubted you man I love those movies you remember watching so, like, those? I don't
1: know how reactionary that was you know
0: you're right. You're I was thinking it was it was four years earlier and that would have been like there's been oh definitely many movies to come out since then.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um you
0: know, what blows my mind is like nineteen eighty four, I mean definitely was a long time ago. It was what thirty one years now? No. Yeah. That's not right. No. Um 36 years. 36 years, yeah. 36 years of will age in already mid-30s, low-40s, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, a lot.
1: Yeah. Bill Murray's a, a full old man now. Is Dan Aykroyd still alive? Uh, I'm not sure. Yes. He is 67. seven. Sixty. He was young in this. He was young in the Blues Brothers.
0: Yeah. He would have been
1: like no, he's, this. Actually, he was 28.
0: 28. I mean, that's my age. That's young. I'm a, I'm
1: a spring chicken. I mean, yeah. But like by that point, he had already done Saturday Night Live.
0: Yeah. For like a while, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, he was a not ready for primetime player. When did he start on Saturday Night Live? He was a real Colin Jost. He was nominated for an Emmy for Saturday Night Live in 77. Uh! Well, like I said, the Blues Brothers was 1980, and that was uh, a Saturday Night Live sketch.
0: Yeah, it was a Saturday Night Live like stretched into a movie With yeah. Carrie Fisher. Yeah,
1: Carrie Fisher from
0: Star Wars.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Carrie Fisher was in Empire Strikes Back that year.
0: I don't imagine she had to show up much for Blues Brothers.
1: (laughs) No, correct. But like that was one of two movies probably that Carrie Fisher was in that year. And then she wasn't in anything for
0: a long, long time. I think
1: I really don't well, know. Carrie's she, was in, life. She, she was in return of the Jedi.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, no, I know that, but like what were her acting credits, uh, sort of in the interim? Oh, I she, don't know. She was, she was pretty active throughout the whole thing. More I than forgot I forgot. They thought. made a
1: blues brothers sequel.
0: She in it. Uh, doesn't look like it. Oh, uh, you know, she's in Harry met Sally. She was neither well, Harry nor Sally.
1: I didn't figure she was. But yeah. They uh, made blues brothers. 2000. Blues <laughs> 2000. Yeah. Was it in, good? In 1998. Uh, I don't know. It made it, it. cost $31 million and made $14 million. So that's not usually a great sign. Hang on. I'm going to Rot Tomatoes. I'm, I'm on my way. Oh, uh, let's see. 46%.
0: That was better than I would have thought. Uh, who took over? Same. John Goodman. I guess yeah, John Goodman over. took over
1: for John Belushi. That's not really the same. Well, John Belushi was dead. Well, I know that, but... No, I mean, it's not the same, but there's not a whole lot they can do. <laughs> He's dead.
0: They <laughs> the couldn't the just, top... like, carry Fisher him into it. These are the top two negative results for critics for, uh, for uh, Blues Brothers 2000. Uh, you're going to like these. First one, now a sequel has arrived. Blues Brothers 2000s, offering more of the same and less. And the second review is the sequel
1: offers more of the same and only less. That has to be a reference. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. <laughs> anyway, uh, movies that Dan Aykroyd was in, but did get a sequel, but is not the Blues Brothers. Ghostbusters. Have you seen Ghostbusters 2? So uh, we talked about it earlier. I think,
0: truthfully, I, I hadn't seen Ghostbusters or its sequel since I was maybe seven years old. Because I was certain that the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man thing was the second one.
1: So th- this is a, probably the first time in a long time that I've watched one of them, like, separately.
0: Like, didn't just watch them back to back? Well,
1: because it's always like, di- every time, i've seen them in the last 15 years it has been ghostbusters is on amc followed by ghostbusters 2 right on amc right so like i have no idea i came in and out of the room i have no idea which one is which right like i know uh, vaguely like i know the second one has that portrait of that creepy dude uh vlad the impala or whatever i know the second one has the statue of liberty yeah and slimer
0: and i get it mixed up with like x-men 2
1: yeah and um you know there's some there's some quips that i get mixed up for which one is which i don't know i i like both of them i i don't you know i don't know that if i sit down and watch ghostbusters 2 in two weeks if i'm gonna be like oh man this is as good but they are indistinguishable in my brain i think they're
0: probably not indistinguishable
1: oh definitely not i mean one of them's one of them's got a 97 percent credit rating and one of them's got a, like, a, like a 46 like a 54 <laughs> yeah. yeah this is not
0: good something happened from one to two something
1: yeah something didn't go well right they they missed the quips, or they, they overdid the quips. Something happened, but, uh... Oh, it's almost certainly overdoing it. Yeah. That's what kills almost all sequels. Like, especially comedy sequels. He's getting it right the next time. It's not what? easy. Yeah, Get, no, it's not it- easy, no. It's like, it, and, and that's the thing is, so many comedy good comedies set the bar so high on the first one. Like, how do you follow National Lampoon's vacation? You have to make it grosser and weirder and, you know, ev- everything-er.
0: Yeah, and you know what? All of those movies are so uncomfortable to watch.
1: yeah. Because it just gets bad.
0: It does. They get weird. They get. I, just, uh, I get so uncomfortable watching them. I don't know how to describe the feeling that I get, but I know that I don't like it. It's that secondhand embarrassment. Oh, I've never liked that. That's what drives I me crazy about The Office.
1: Yeah, can't watch that Scotts Tots episode. Won't, won't do it. Yeah, it's not good. Um, nobody wants to feel awkward in their own home watching a TV show. So what do you? So if you haven't seen Ghostbusters like properly since you were young, how did this? How did this hit you? Like I, I don't know what we talked about in the first fifteen minutes, but it can't have been that much. <laughs>
0: It hit me really, really well. I really genuinely loved it. I was watching. I had a smile on my face the whole time. This is what we did for New Year's Eve. Um, we're recording this in advance because I'll uh, I'll be in Disney World making lightsabers right now. Yeah, it is, it is 10 uh, o'clock
1: on New Year's Day when we're yeah. recording this. Let me just uh, make that clear.
0: Yeah. Uh, so if, if news comes out between between now and, and when this episode comes out that one of these cast members was a bad person, I- know that... <laughs>
1: Yeah, if Bill Murray gets canceled in the next ten days, just
0: know that like it well, was, I mean, if
1: that if that happens, I'm just not going to post the episode,
0: right? Like, I, I Dan Aykroyd, I always thought he was a criminal, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh well, Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray are in the new one. I think uh, everybody who's alive is going to be in the new one. Even uh, Rick Moranis.
1: That's what I've heard. Because Rick Moranis... So Rick Moranis, uh, I I believe that his wife died very suddenly. And Um, so
0: he raised his children.
1: And he raised his children, yeah. And retired from acting to raise his children. And I think he had always maintained that he would come back uh, once they were grown, which they are now, and if given the right script. So, possibly, you know, reprising Lewis Tully is going to be the thing that gets Rick Moranis back on the silver screen. What's crazy is he actually—I
0: uh, don't know when he was supposed to have, have uh, you know, hung up his. hat. Dude, this dude is not in good movies. If I was Rick Moranis, I would have been like, you know what? I'm just not gonna. I'm just not gonna do this anymore. No,
1: they, but he's in movies people love, man.
0: Not since 1992. That's when he
1: stopped acting.
0: No, he was in Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, Splitting Hairs, The Flintstones, Little Giants, Big Bully, Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves, Brother Bear and Brother Bear 2. All of which are rotten. Best scores, 50% for Brother Bear 2.
1: Yeah, but he was in Ghostbusters. He was in Little Shop of Horrors. He was in Spaceballs. He was in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I know.
0: These are all great. I can't believe Spaceballs is negative. Uh, I can. Oh, I love Spaceballs. I do, too. I love all those Mel Brooks movies. I have not seen uh, Blazing Saddles. But I also haven't seen like any westerns, so I don't feel like I'm. You get would much still out of find
1: it. you would still find Blazing Saddles funny. Is the one with the Randolph Scott? Is that what it's from? Yeah, there's lots of other jokes too. I, no, that's it. It was Elliot. Yeah, George no, there there really are. And, that's that one. That one's a masterpiece, man. Because like they truthfully just make fun of everybody pretty much except black people. <laughs> because <laughs> like it's it's you know the black sheriff comes to this racist town right and it's just the coolest guy that it's he's impossible <laughs> not to love uh no there's blazing saddles there's uh freaking space balls there's robin hood men in tights oh, i
0: haven't seen that one either uh,
1: phenomenal movie i'm sure it is i, d- I don't d- doubt yeah. it it's like they're like they're like space balls but different genres it's the same same exact thing it's like we're they're complete weirdo yankovic movies
0: yeah, they're, uh, what's the one that came out recently? Well, that was the, the scary movie thing was supposed to imitate that, uh, was supposed yeah, to sc- be. Yeah,
1: scary movie, they're, they're like a, like a scalpel to scary movies machete.
0: Yes. Also the scary movie films, and there was like a whole series of them they put out there for a while that was like epic movie and.
1: Oh God, I remember seeing epic movie at theaters. I did too. Oh my gosh. What a. So bad. What a time we had. <laughs> yeah, no. Rick Dane Moranis Cook plays- was, uh, Wolverine. Rick Moranis plays Darth Vader in, uh. Dark Helmet. Yeah, I mean, he's Dark Helmet,
0: yeah. Uh, I love Rick Moranis, don't get me wrong, but... From 1992 to 2006, he wasn't in a certified fresh film.
1: Yeah, that's fine. I'm not surprised. Let's see. Oh, Young Frankenstein. That's a classic one. You know how I always get Mel Brooks mixed up with? Who?
0: Uh, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. No, not quite.
1: Not the same guy. You got to give me credit. It's
0: the same first name. I agree. You agree? What do you mean you agree?
1: It's the same first name. I'm saying I agree. No, man. He had some good ones. Silent movie. uh, Dracula. Dead and loving it. Those are classic. Uh, she watch those movies.
0: If you look at his filmography, he makes a, he makes a lot of fresh films. A lot of not so. Dracula, Dead and Loving It has an eleven
1: percent. Yeah, <laughs> it was terrible, but it was hilarious. <laughs> okay, if you say so. And Spaceballs is rotten. Yeah, but Spaceballs is excellent. Young Frankenstein. Frank Frankenstein was a a classic. Wonderful movie. Gene Wilder sorely missed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. What's so? You never told me what your favorite scene was. Go on.
0: <laughs> uh favorite scene i had this earlier and now it's gone i love all the scenes with the secretary where she like where where she's producing music for beyonce she just works there and she
1: absolutely hates it Nah, because when they get a customer she's stoked when they get that first customer she's stoked when they get the first then- call they get the first call she's like we got one <laughs> <laughs> it's the alarm she's jazzed are you kidding me but
0: then as it goes on she's like god i got paid more for doing l- i've quit jobs that pay less than this or pay more than this i mean
1: yeah but that's the whole thing about money is like everybody's just like i, I love her character you know, i love uh, every what's, time what's she's ernie unseen? hudson's name the 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 black guy what's his name ernie hudson no, no no in the in the movie oh in the movie uh
0: what's his character ghostbusters nope this is the this is the 28 2016 it's been a while since that came out. It's been
1: four years. That's a long it's tw- time. It's 2020, man. It's so, I have not gotten, I mean, obviously it's New Year's Day, but I have not gotten used to His it yet.
0: Winston Zedmore.
1: That's it. Yeah, when he's just like, you know, they, they they the thing gets blown up. He's like, I just work for them, guys. I'm not I'm not part of the team. <laughs> it's just, a, it's a job to everybody. Right. He, and a- he, wa- he walks in and, and it's just like, uh, the secretary's like, he's here about the job. And Bill Murray goes, great, you're hired. <laughs> we need somebody. He is just a person, you know. It's just a job to them. And they're ghostbusters it's what they do
0: yeah they wake up they ghost bust they leave i'll tell you there was one scene i thought that was just like absolutely weird as can be and it's the uh harold ramus dream sequence where he's like sleeping with a ghost yeah
1: i was like what is this yeah that was completely unnecessary why is this here and the, the ghost takes his pants off yeah unnecessary I was
0: sitting next to my mom. Anyway, that's what I was telling you. It's New Year's Eve. Uh, I went to bed at like 10 o'clock, and then I was woken up to feed a baby. But uh, I watched Ghostbusters, and then I went to bed. It was great. It was the best New Year's Eve ever. I woke up not hungover.
1: Yeah, that's always a great thing. It's starting the year off right. Given myself yeah, I just a victory. Like, so I just like skipped St. Patrick's Day for the most part this year because my birthday is the day of St. Patrick's Day. And this year I was like, I am 26. I am not going to be hungover on my birthday this year. And like I went out during the day. I went to like the Shamrock Festival downtown. But then I you know I got up the next day and I was like, I feel great.
0: My birthday doesn't suck.
1: <laughs> yeah, this does
0: not suck. Well, I'm glad that your birthday didn't suck this year. My my New Year's Day didn't suck. Uh, So that's that's something. Also, that is good. You know what I've noticed about New Year's Day? Despite that, like, obviously, there's there's a certain level of like you know being an adult and doing adult activities on new year's eve but i genuinely have such a hard time remembering what i've done for new year's eve in years past it's like it's always such an unmemorable event
1: even though once we did the once we did the uh, drinking champagne and hanging out on the bridge over the river in london on new year's when we were 18 yeah it's not like nothing has mattered since then right that's a holiday i will that's my holiday memory for this one i'll never beat that (laughs) not even worth trying we ate dinner at that crazy pimlico beer garden restaurant where everybody spoke Portuguese and they only had American Thanksgiving. It was a good night. It was a great night. I remember, I'll never forget that know, night. Do you know what I
0: remember about that night that was so great is the uh, the waiter comes around and he was like, do you want the champagne? And we were like, yeah, let's do it. And he was like, it's 2000
1: pounds. And we were like, whoa, no. And then we got cheaper champagne. <laughs> yeah. Then we got cheaper champagne. We, bought, we got like Dom Perignon. Yeah. <laughs> like a bottle of Dom for the table. And there was
0: like 12 of us. And at that time, I did not know that One bottle did not feed 12 people.
1: But it did for, you know, uh, everybody to have a little bit of champagne for the new year. Oh, yeah. Take Um, take me back, you know, to being 18 on New Year's in London. Yeah, I was 19. But yeah, (laughs) I was 18. I would like to redo that one. I think what blew my mind about London was that everything was closed. Why was everything closed? Well, you know, we just didn't do it right. We definitely didn't do it right. We just need to do some research. The thing is now is just you'd have a phone that worked and could figure things out. Yeah. Be and like, you didn't have to like Google directions to the Tesco Express on the computer in your hotel room. Right you would just you would just I mean you just walk
0: outside for the most part and then you'd go
1: right yeah and you would just find the directions on your phone and, and you could also find places that were open on your phone you didn't have to wander around aimlessly down the street going is there a place that is open and is not an Indian restaurant
0: because at the time I don't think I would have known
1: that I don't think any of us realized how delicious Indian food was back then.
0: Yeah, especially like in, in
1: England. I'm sure it would have been excellent. Yeah, the place where they have the Indian food. <laughs> right, all the good Indian food. That would have been awesome. They sell, they sell more curry, like, I mean, not curry powder or whatever, but like more like air quote curry, like the dish in England than they do in India every year. No way. Dead serious. Like per square foot or like what? No, no, like total like gross numbers no way dead serious i did a like a research paper on this go on go on (laughs) my ability so far to remember which button is which is astounding i you've really impressed me because they're not labeled they're not labeled at all we got to get you one of these this thing's amazing (laughs) how much do they cost they're not cheap (laughs) how much do they cost uh, it's like six hundred bucks. Okay, we can swing it. Not right re- now. Really, really. The only reason I want it, I'll tell you why. And this is just total tech stuff that the podcast, the audience doesn't need to hear. But uh, it has a built-in noise gate.
0: What is a noise gate?
1: It just, uh, if you're not talking, it doesn't record.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's a nice feature. Go on. <laughs> that is a nice feature that you got there. I feel like yeah. if I had something like that, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't need to worry so much about. Ambient noise, correct. That's what it's for. Although I will tell you, because Emily is sick and Olivia needed to be in the room with me earlier, there is definitely some baby noises in the background of some bagels, like post-processing. Whatever. <laughs> right? I mean, that's, it adds to the charm.
1: Yeah, sure. Oh <laughs> uh, no, but one of these would be great for you to do bagels on.
0: Yes, yes, it would, because it has many microphone slots. And correct. Although this this setup would also be great for- You could interview another couple. We could. We would need more microphones, though. Correct. That's the real- I can currently interview Emily. I just only have one microphone.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm working on it.
0: Is it going to be another one of these? These are nice. No. I have a dream that we have a closet.
1: These are $400. I know. I have
0: a dream that we have a closet one day that's just full of microphones.
1: Uh, That is also things I dream about.
0: Like microphones and gear and laptops and just anything you could ever want. Yep. Like, oh, you you go in a car, an older vehicle, and you need an aux cable. Lucky you. I got one. Got one of those? Got one right here. I've got like 12 of them. I'm going to use this to produce
1: Unnamed D&D Podcast.
0: I'm so excited. You're going to change one of those to... It's a natural twenty.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think I'm gonna use those much for <laughs> Oh my god, it's a natural twenty. <laughs> Maybe some like like alarm bells, like okay. <laughs> some winning bells. Uh, yeah, you'll have dice noise like dice roll noise and then How much did we record earlier? Fifteen minutes. Okay, so we're getting close to wrap time. Okay. So we're at one ten on this block. Okay, so that
0: would put us at one twenty-five. So we need one twenty five, yeah. Five more minutes of content, followed yep. by fifteen minutes Go of wrap. Uh so Ghostbusters I truthfully the reason I wanted to review Ghostbusters in the first place yeah like, tell me about this uh it, it honestly came to me in a fever dream where I said uh we need to I I this is a little creative process background for you is I felt a little burnt out especially doing new movies because I felt like there was like a pressure to do them justice because we were telling people how to spend their money like whether <laughs> yeah
1: we did do three new movies in a row I think which it was four new for was us. it four was it four uh, there was uh Jumanji it was
0: Klaus uh which wasn't the holiday was mixed in there but there was Klaus Jumanji uh uh Star so we did Wars. Frozen
1: 2 Klaus The Holiday uh Jumanji Rise, Skywalker, Skywalker Jumanji and Little Women
0: and Little Women so it's, it, it was a lot of like I really need to think about it. I need to do this film justice to like you know what I'm saying like it was, it was, it was taxing more my film critic part of my brain and not enough my, like, I just want to have a conversation with my friend part of my brain, yeah, which is...
1: Yeah, it's been a minute. And it's just we've been doing so much like behind the scenes work. Right. So that to be able to put on a movie like Ghostbusters, which is just the freaking best. An hour and 45 minutes of goofiness. Of
0: goofy of giggles of everyone's already seen it. There's no spoiling hopefully. it. There's no, well yeah, hopefully or, or even if they haven't. Oh,
1: last... hopefully we're introducing a bunch of people to Ghostbusters well, with this episode.
0: Well, if you have it's a 1 on the binary scale. You absolutely have no, yeah, to Yeah, we didn't see do a binary it. review. Yeah, uh, it is a 1. I would even recommend P, a I, I, I know. I, I know. I just said, I don't want you to, I don't want to tell you to spend your money, but I would even recommend spending the $8 to own it. Uh, it would be a great airplane. Yeah, you're going to, you're going to watch you're it. You're going to watch once. it. It's yeah.
1: Freaking Ghostbusters. Yeah.
0: It's it's definitely good.
1: You can buy uh, uh, three different. So that, that like um typography print that I got of Robin Williams from Goodwill Hunting. Uh, you can get three Ghostbusters ones, one for uh, Ray, one for Peter and one for Egon. For the same price. Well, yeah, each. <laughs> okay. (laughs) No, but it's like it's the only movie that has three of them like every movie usually gets one or two like there's two Ferris Bueller ones There's a a Ferris and a Cameron. Who do you identify with Ferris or
0: Cameron? That's a big question. It is I think it's day by day.
1: Yeah, it depends on which point of my life I'm in I'm definitely a Ferris right now, but I've been a Cameron.
0: I've definitely been a Cameron When Cameron was was in Egypt Egypt
1: land, land, let my Cameron Cameron go. go. I could watch that movie all day I mean, I did watch that movie literally last night last night. Yeah, you finished it was just on TV Oh, I thought you were like, oh, we finished Ghostbusters. Let's watch another uh, 80s movie. Nope. As we finished Ghostbusters and I turned the TV on and the football game I was watching was before I started Ghostbusters was over. And I was like, well, you know, I'm not going to put on an hour and a, f- and a half of New Year's Eve coverage.
0: No. Yeah. I remember when we were growing up, we went to Devin's house one time for NYE New Year's Eve. That's what that stands for. Uh, and- Isn't
1: that where that great pick that like double exposure of us taken by uh Santi, Santi got taken. uh I don't know. That was at Devin's house. I think it was New Year's Eve. I do know that we,
0: this might have been years before that because we were young, uh like younger than that. And I remember maybe I'm superimposing Devin's house because now I'm picture Chris's house. But I remember being like, let's turn the TV on so we can watch the coverage of
1: the ball dropping. And that was at like a good 7 p.m. <laughs> I've never to this day I have watched like I've only ever started at like 11:45 when I'm like actively watching it. Now it's been I've been in plenty of rooms where it's been on since 7 p.m. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I remember- But like
0: 11.45. I remember I was going to turn it on and like it being too early, like the coverage wasn't on yet because it was too early. I
1: remember listening to Adina Menzel sing bad at Ben's house back when he and Jay still lived together. Oh, you know what? That was, was that the time Emily came? We went to Mikado's? We went to McAdoo's, yeah. And then came home and got shwasty. I was shwasty at McAdoo's. (laughs) I was too. I threw up in Ben's toilet the next morning and I got out of throwing up and Ben was like, you're all right? like standing in front of me outside the door and i was like yeah i'm good and he goes cool i gotta go throw up and i'm like cool
0: yeah good time
1: i still have all of those freaking uh moscow mule mugs well that's cool but i tell you what before we talk more about new year's let's wrap the show and then
0: we'll talk about new year's resolutions and and the new decade and, and in the hash, and and the hash browns uh
1: because that is what ye discordians have, have uh all right, requested. Well, <laughs> villain ranking um we don't do those anymore but zul uh sucks. Zool was
0: very easily beaten. Yeah, Zul is, what, they cross some beams? For a
1: god? For a god? Bad. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: uh yeah i think if this movie was made today people would would be very
1: frustrated at how like little they explain how they do everything yeah they just trap the ghost and he's like "Well, we've never tried this before and then he zaps a random maid it works he's like well that's a conclusive test and then they zap the ghost because before that their plan was get her (laughs) right
0: usual stuff's not working
1: yeah so villain ranking uh zool's bad um, let's see. Where's this go on the big board? Get the big board pulled up. It's, it's not very pretty. Why's it got a bunch of spaces? Things happen, Ethan. Okay, so we got one Star Wars space, one Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. You didn't rank, um, Little
0: Women. Oh, that's where the blanket, there's a, there's a space there for that.
1: Between Class and Frozen 2?
0: Uh, is that where it is? I believe so. All right. I believe I said put it wherever you want because I know I'm also very scared. Uh, that my review was not positive enough. But I really did like Little Women, and it was honest.
1: Yeah. You definitely said you didn't cry, which I'm still calling BS on. I didn't. It's true. It's so surprising. You cry at Subaru commercials, but not good movies. <laughs> I cried at good movies. I wow, I welled
0: up. I just didn't. I don't know what. I definitely didn't think the the sister's death was worth crying over. Did
1: you know opposite well, sides of a d twenty form the number twenty one? I mean that makes sense. I don't know where else you'd put the one. Like that's that tracks to me. Yeah, you put one opposite twenty. Um. Okay, so where does this go on the big board? Uh I really liked it.
0: I honestly, I mean, this would be in in like a top three sort of conversation for me. Truthfully, um, I also really like the movies we have up here. Star Wars Jumanji and Klaus uh I liked it better than little women I know that because it was just easier to watch I mean this is such a wild comparison right yeah Comedy I mean I don't think that makes it I don't until... think I liked it better because of that no I know it, it's a wild comparison though because it's like based on what criteria would this be better than little women and like I have answers it's like I I'd rather watch it I like I like the characters better and it makes me laugh more but uh in terms of like cinematography and stuff there's plenty of moments in this movie where I was like that's a terrible shot
1: well it was the 80s right <laughs> They didn't have cinematography back then. Right, just Bad shots. Everything, everything that they did in the first three quarters of the century for cinematography was forgotten in the 80s and then reminded to us by James Cameron. With Titanic? Yeah. Good film. Eh, great cinematography. Beautiful. Terrible story. I guess I just don't know what makes it a bad story. It's just not good. It's just nothing. It's Ooh, about nothing. It's, a
0: it's about two story. people I
1: don't care about. I care about them. It's an the Irish party in third class. Okay. That's cool. I was not. I, I mean, you could, we have got did a whole episode on this. I
0: know. Heart you, Julia. Um, I don't, where, where, re- where are you putting this? If you think Little Women is better, that's totally fine of
1: me. I, I'm not being pushy with the board right now. I feel like I, I don't. I mean, I, I, I do think it's better in a lot of ways, and I don't think it's better in a lot of ways, but I don't like you and Jordan made a big push for like, well, it's so important to just watch movies that are just entertaining and don't challenge you. And like, I get that. But I also think you don't watch enough movies that challenge you anymore.
0: Uh that... I watched, yeah, prior to Olivia's birth, I watched a lot a lot of movies that challenge challenged me, and then since then I have not. Because movies have been more escapism than uh, like learned media. I, I don't know that that's a good or a bad thing. I
1: mean, it's just the state of where I'm at in life. Um, I think I think a lot of people could use a a, a more healthy mix in both directions. Yes. Like we have a lot of people listen to the show that I think could stand to w- watch a movie that challenges them every now and then. I think we have a lot of people that listen to the show that could stand to watch a movie that's just fun every now and then.
0: Yeah. So I tell you what, your homework assignment, if you didn't already, is to watch Little Women
1: and Ghostbusters this week. That's that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's like a good. I think it's a good thing. You watch one that is like, wow, that's a movie. You watch one, they're like, yeah, that's a movie. I liked this. We can we can we can spin that on it. You can watch Bumblebee and Thoroughbreds.
0: Who watch? <laughs> is that two Haley Steinfeld movies? No, it's Haley Steinfeld and uh, who's the other girl? Oh my gosh, what is her name? Uh, no, I don't think Haley Steinfeld has like a art art film. She's in True Grit.
1: I, I just know there's a bunch of girls in Thoroughbreds.
0: It's the girl from uh, um. I haven't seen it. I know it's the girl from Ready Player One, uh, Artemis. Oh, Olivia Cook. Yes, yes.
1: I didn't just know that. Like I pulled up thoroughbreds. I don't remember the Ready Player One <laughs> movie at all. That movie happened to someone else. <laughs> I yeah, I, I intentionally forgot that movie. Hundred percent. Yeah. I and I hate like like Mary Clay. I'm gonna straight up call her out. Pissed me off at Discord yesterday because she was like, "There's no, there was no Last Airbender movie," and I'm like, "There just was. You just can't, you can't be like that." Yeah, you know, I've got but a like, bone to pick with. But like, but like, there was no La- Ready Player One movie.
0: I have a <laughs> bone to pick with with the Last Airbender movie. It's like, okay, listen, okay, it's not good. It's definitely
1: not but like, good. But that's, but that's what you got. But it sucks.
0: I don't. Sorry. I don't know why we talk about it so much.
1: I don't know why anybody talks about any Last Airbender thing so much at all. It was an okay TV show from a long time ago. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. Like, you can watch it, whatever, that's fine, but stop implying that everybody in the world needs to watch it like it's some monumental piece of media. Your mom's a monumental piece of media. Zing got him. Fortnite.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I knew it was in there. I was waiting for it.
1: That is the Mike Schubert Fortnite. Oh,
0: I love it. Uh,
1: The only sound I (laughs) haven't used so far is the...
0: (laughs) From WBNE. What is that last sound? Is that the TED Talk sound? No, it is reverse glass breaking. I think that's the TED Talk sound too.
1: I mean, it is. It is a. It depends on which TED intro you're talking about, for starters. But it is. That <laughs> potentially could be part of the TED Talk sound. It is now the WBNE sound.
0: I do like WBNE. I'm a big fan of that.
1: I literally went on Epidemic Sound and just started typing random stuff in. <laughs> And like it's it's like 35 sounds. Is it really? Yeah, it's a bunch of stuff. Oh my gosh. There's like a bass drop and like a reverse bass drop and there was there was some random like plucks and keyboards and wind chimes. It is the, glass breaking. It is the
0: d- duty of ye listener to identify all 35 sounds in the uh Casey Casey Winters you're listening to be and a- while
1: you're while you're at it just go ahead and email me what all the 23 Dr. Pepper flavors are. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, uh Breakfast food for ghostbusters it's like a uncooked egg it's slimy <laughs> like an uh, like an egg that popped itself out of a shell and cooked itself on the counter yes it's exactly that only it didn't cook itself it's just slime it's what you eat for breakfast when your fridge is Zool <laughs> it's full of junk food um cool all right well um <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode yeah, of this.
0: Bacon and Eggs. You should listen to other shows on the WBNE network, like, uh, Hello from Elsewhere, or, or, uh, That's What I'm Talking About, or my other show, Bagels, of which there are now episodes. What? There's a preview for our show, right? here go on uh and while you're at it uh go ahead and check out www.patreon.com slash bacon and eggs there's so many great rewards over there i know i recorded that like a thousand hours ago but if you haven't checked it out seriously do and if you're like wow guys these are great but i don't feel like i'm getting value if instead you could do this uh then like shoot us an email at wbne.org (laughs) gmail.com
1: is that the email that we're using now oh yeah (laughs) not bacon
0: and x media gmail.com either one Uh, I'm okay with it. All
1: right. (laughs) (laughs) WPNE.org at gmail.com. The greatest email address ever made. You're welcome, by the way. All right. <laughs> <sighs> graphics by Vaishan Brandon at Graphite VMB on Insta- Graphite.vmb on Instagram. Hit him up, get some commissions, get some graphics for yourself. What, you're saying, like, what? I don't have a podcast. I don't think you need graphics. Yeah, sell some stickers Get You to make you a business card. You'll sell more stuff. You will. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is not a guarantee by any means whatsoever. Please don't like sue me you can... if you don't sell more stuff. Well, it's just you're just not you just don't want it bad enough if your graphite business cards don't work. Um, and then our music is by Andrew Scott Bell of andrewscottbellmusic.com or Andrew Scott Bell on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, De- Bacon and Eggs is a proud member of the WB&E podcast network. You can go to WB&E.org to find all kinds of podcasts. We really, uh, you know, I didn't think we needed a tagline until right now.
0: Positivity through creation. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> i tell you what, dear listener, you got a- po- Got a week, got a week and a half to figure out if that's going to stick. Yeah, I'll tell you what, dear listener, if you got an idea for a tagline for WB&E.org- uh- uh, send it to
1: wb at gmail.com. <laughs> this episode is premiering in... Uh, nine days? Eight days? Yeah, nine days. Uh, we will almost certainly have picked something by then. Almost certainly. Following dreams. Almost certainly. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, um, I've been Ethan HL. he Tyler Carlin. And until next time, Derci.
0: Are you the key master of the gatekeeper? <laughs>